Hi, you're listening to iiPod, the official podcast of the Duke Lemur Center in Durham, North Carolina. I'm Matt Bortz, curator of fossils at the Duke Lemur Center. And I'm Megan McGrath, education programs manager at the Duke Lemur Center. Hi, Matt. Hi, Megan. Today on iiPod, we're so happy to be talking to a researcher who works on cockerel shafox who's from Madagascar. Uh, okay, thank you. I'm Mami Razaf Salama. I'm the in-country director of Planet Madagascar. I'm a conservationist. Mami is the in-country director and operations manager for Planet Madagascar, an NGO that focuses on building sustainable forest communities. He's also spent time here at the Duke Lemur Center. I visit your uh, center in 2016. In his role at Planet Madagascar, Mami focuses on conservation, and it's not an easy task. Doing conservation in Madagascar is very challenging. Planet Madagascar, which works in and around Ankara Fonseca National Park in northwestern Madagascar, conducts many different conservation activities, some of which might fall outside the scope of what most people imagine when they think of lemur conservation work. We help protecting and increasing lemurs' habitat through fire management and forest restoration. As a community partner, Planet Madagascar hires residents from the three surrounding communities to help protect the forest. They also monitor fires, spot other issues, and record lemur sightings. They live inside of National Park. Working with a local community is uh, very important uh, in terms of uh, conservation, as they know uh, better than us on how to protect their environment. We hire them so they get paid. Also, uh, it's one of our uh, goals to improve their uh, livelihood. So hiring them to do patrols and uh, uh, fire break uh, will will alleviate poverty there and improve their livelihood. The fire breaks involve a lot of work each year, with long, hot days in the forest and the need to bring water from about seven kilometers away. Uh, We start this uh, project in 2008. 15. We built as well a long fire break to buffer fire and to protect lemur's habitat. Every year, around 35 to 50 people, we spend one month there to clear 15 kilometers of uh, uh, fire break. On Karnfonsega National Park, where they're working on this 15-kilometer fire break, includes three kinds of habitat for hundreds of species of plants and animals. And uh, the park occupies around 135,000 hectares. Uh, there is uh, many species of, uh, of uh, fauna and flora in Ankara Fonsiga. I like lemurs first, but uh, besides lemurs, I like birds as well. So, alongside the eight species of lemur that call the park home, there are other animals unique to Madagascar. So we have more than 120 species. And my favorite, my favorite is the sickle-billed vanga. The sickle-billed vanga is the largest of the vangas, a group of birds endemic to or only found in Madagascar. And you should definitely look them up to see the impressive bill that is their namesake. Uh, also, I like the other uh, uh, species like the giant chameleon. The giant chameleon is more than two feet long. I like uh, the leaf-tailed gecko. The leaf-tailed gecko is so well camouflaged that in photos you can only tell it's there in the trees because of its prominent googly eyes. And the, the Madagascar fish eagle. And the majestic Madagascar fish eagle may be one of the rarest birds on Earth as it has become more and more endangered. 
For mommy, protecting all of this begins with the basics. Uh, as you know, habitat loss and fragmentation is the, the biggest uh, threat. So we'll try to address that uh, threat with our fire management project by uh, stopping fire, doing patrols. Mami says that there are many benefits to working alongside local communities that live in and around the national park. Native people understand the importance of their environment better than whoever else. And working closely with them to protect their biodiversity for us is uh, crucial. Also, involving local community in decision-making will raise uh, ownership, generate uh, revenue, and uh, I think alleviate uh, poverty. Also, every year we host a responsible fire day event to raise awareness about uh, the relationship between uh, human, lemur, forest, and uh, fire. Also, we educated the local community on how to burn safely if they have to burn to clear the land for their agriculture. While many Westerners know that Madagascar is special for its unique animals, when you live alongside it every day as the Malagasy people do, it is just a part of everyday life. Mommy says that's how he thought about lemurs. So lemur when I was a kid, uh, because I live in the village near the forest in the east coast of Madagascar. So I had the opportunity to see the common, common brown lemur. But Mommy says that there are many community members that he works with that don't see lemurs that often. Once they meet uh, one lemur in the middle of savanna, so stuff like that, it is very news for them as well. Mommy says then there is more curiosity about the lemurs. He remembers finding out for himself about the diversity of lemurs in his homeland. In my study at the university, I saw the uh, different species. And I've never think that there is an other species with different color and different size besides the one I saw when I was kids. There are many species of uh, uh, lemurs, more than 110 species. Part of Mommy's work in the national parks includes teaching community members about the different types of lemurs that are in the parks. He highlights the species that are most considered threatened with extinction. This threatened determination is made by an institution called the International Union for the Conservation of Nature, or the IUCN. There is uh, eight lemur species that uh, live in, in Karafanska and five of uh, which are threatened with extinction, according to IUCN. And the cockerel sifaka live there as a critical endangered species, unfortunately. And it's the cockerel shafak, or sifaka, that has drawn Mami's attention as a researcher. So why cockerel shafak? Uh, that's a good question. Because um, I like this uh, species, so cute and I like the white color and the speak compared to the lemurs that I saw when I was a kid. And uh, in terms of uh, conservation, so learning more about it is crucial to improve their conservation and uh, to save them from extinction, I think. 
In his study, Mommy and his team looked at the Shafak living in the area that were habituated and non-habituated. That means that they were working with Shafak that were used to living near humans and roads and noise. Those are the habituated ones. And then they compared that with the Shafak that were unhabituated. Those are the ones that are more sensitive to human contact and human impact. To study them, the researchers did have to habituate the wild Shafak bit to get them used to the humans walking around with notebooks recording things like their movement, their diets, their leaps. In particular, Mommy wanted to look at nursing mothers. How industrious were they during this time? Did they move around a lot? Eat a lot? And did it make a difference if they were more habituated or accustomed to human presence? The habituated mother Sifaka spent their time most in the higher canopy. And uh, they move less than uh, the wild uh, female. Habituated the nursing female eat less. And uh, in terms of uh, uh, nursing, the nursing uh, wild female nurse uh, their baby much more than the habituated the nursing female. That's really interesting. So it sounds like it all, all of those things together make it sound like habituated females are generally moving less. They're doing less, basically, than the wild females. They're not working as hard, sort of, as the wild females. Is that yes. right? Yes. And it's such an interesting question to compare the biology of animals that are living close to people compared to animals that are living in the wild, just as as the landscape is changing and as lemurs are encountering humans more and more often. Um, And as we go into the future, that seems like it will be the case. And especially for mothers and infants, like that is where evolution is taking place and adaptation is taking place. Movement for cockerel shafak is such a distinctive part of their daily lives. They're known, even with the clinging infant, to do these big, amazing horizontal leaps well over 20 feet in a single bound between trees. And when you see them do this behavior, it's definitely something you don't soon forget. I was very surprised because, uh, uh, you know, they move uh, from uh, trunk to the other tree trunks. Yeah, it's such an incredible sight. I think it was in Arnkarn Fonseca, actually. That was the first time that I saw Shafak leaping. And I hadn't been to the lemur center yet. And just around the parking lot, there were some very habituated cockerel Shafak. Um, and just looking up and seeing them leap <laughs> from yeah. tree to tree, I, just, I couldn't believe how far and how powerfully they moved. I like lemurs and uh, I like studying them. (laughs) But uh, the things I know is all lemurs are important. There are over 100 species of lemur. So people here, they're often surprised by how many things we just don't know about a lot of wild lemurs because there are so many species. There's not a team of people studying everything about every single species. And so I think a lot of people are surprised by how much there is still to learn and how much work we can do on all of the different species of lemur. Yes, I would like to to encourage 
people to to do more research about uh, limus, but uh, because uh, we need to do more more and more research with uh, different uh, species. So, Mami, where would you like to focus your research next? Uh, that's a good question. I would like to learn more about uh, the impact of uh, the climate change with uh, cockerel sifakas. That's such an important question. It will take a lot of people looking into the impact of climate change on these endangered animals and their environments. So I would like to encourage uh, my colleague to keep uh, doing the hard work because uh, if we work uh, together and we... Uh, try to find always a better way to do our work, there is a hope for uh, uh, lemurs to be uh, saved. And we certainly share that hope. Thank you so much for taking the time to share your work with us today, Mami. Don't forget to say hello to, to your uh, cockerel uh, sifaka. Oh, absolutely. We will tell them that you say hello. Thank you so much for your time, Ms. Otra. Merci. You are welcome. Thank you very much for uh, taking time listening to me. Take care. Bye. Thanks for joining us on this Duke Lemur Center journey. Subscribe and discover more episodes each season. We look forward to sharing more about the Duke Lemur Center with you soon. And in the meantime, follow us on social media and visit us at lemur.duke.edu. A special thanks to Julie Bortz who edited this episode. And thank you and goodbye for now. From Matt and Megan, and all the primates at the Duke Lemur Center.